Dr. Mdlule Same, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. It's always great chatting to you and um, good morning to the listeners. Susanna, hello. Sorry. No. What? Who are we talking to? Who has a lot of to tell us? Yes. We've got Miss Miss Tini, Miss T. She's already started her day. She has a lot to say about the influence of African creativity on the world. I have no doubt. Sure. So let's uh, just ask that idea. Um, Is it, you know, is it, is it a truth or is it something that we just tell ourselves that, yes, yeah. we see Africa as, as, as a way of like influencing global interests uh, around creativity, around the arts and much more? Yeah. You know, I think um, this, 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 this question is really um, has been a preoccupation of certainly African scholars um, yes. in various sort of um, fields, whether it's in academic space or curating. Um, you know, if you look at people like Okri, for example, and BC, who were instrumental in centering African art, not just in this international arena, um, or, or, or this perceived international arena that, that is um, thought of as, as the West, really. Mm. But I think um, we know that um, we cannot deny Africa's influence not just on creativity but on modernity itself and this has been quite a central i think um concern for 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 scholars um african scholars certainly in in the diaspora and in 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 africa for many 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 years so sami if we talk about that you you mentioned the west i mean the bigger sort of description of it and, and i'd love you to maybe tease it apart a bit further is this it's described as the north-south debate and how we need to start um, centering on the south part of the north-south debate. Talk to us about that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I mean, in recent years, for example, we've seen a lot of you know, collaborative projects, for example, with um, the, the south-south, which is you know, um, Africa and South America and, and regions like that. And I think certainly what, again, it's, it's um, pointing at is the need or at least the kind of, um, uh, what you call it, it's, it's an insistence, I think, from, from people and communities in those societies to feel part of, um, you know, the global, um, global world. And, and it's, it's centered really about the kind of commonalities that we have, right? Um, the other day I... I saw a clip of a Native American woman who was doing beadwork, and the patterns, you know, look exactly like Ndebele um, patterns, the colors, even the way in which she was doing the, the beadwork itself. I just found that so interesting that, you know, um, across the sea and the, the continent, there's, you know, um, these commonalities that, that, that we have. And certainly I think what art has done is brought us closer together in, in pointing out or at least highlighting, highlighting these, these these commonalities that we have with each other. You know, Sama, I'm just thinking about you talk about the beadwork and like local beadwork as well, is that, um, and I'm just thinking, I think your child may be the youngest listener we've ever had on the station, which is, or the youngest <laughs> interview we've ever had on the station at 15 months. So that's quite, that's quite a celebrity celebration for us as well. 
You know, <laughs> earlier we were talking to um, someone from Strauss and Co about the auction that they're having on textiles, etc. The challenge, of course, is that as we go into the secondary market, all of this artwork goes into private collect, often into private collections, and it mm. may it may in fact even leave the country. How do we resolve this? It's it's a complex. Sure. It's yeah. actually an economic question. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's what is so significant about um, the Standard Bank African Art Collection because it was set up to to address precisely that, right? And, yeah. and curb. Um, uh, um, you know, so many of these indigenous sort of creative knowledges leaving um, in private hands through dealers and, and private collectors. Um, so, and, and 40 years of that has, has ensured that um, we're now sitting with a collection of over 6,000 items um, that uh, the, the, this art museum ha- um, has looked after for, 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 for all these years. Um, so, I think it's 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 a testament i think of of um people who who were visionaries i guess and and also um seeing what um having a, a, a sort of a sense of foresight right of that mm. um if you don't in some sense um preserve and conserve some of these um uh, knowledge systems um in the countries then we risk you know yeah. losing them um, yeah it's a, it's a, it's a powerful issue. Some if people are interested in going to the Standard Bank Gallery, what's on at the moment, and what can they see as part of uh, Africa yes. Month? Sure. So we're looking at reopening in in June. Um, yeah. Our dates will be confirmed um, via our social media platforms, so everyone who's following yeah. us can just look out for those. And at the moment, we have the photographs in our mother tongue, which is um, a photography show from which I, I drew from the Standard Bank um, corporate art collection. Yeah. And again, I think for me, that was just an interesting exercise of seeing, um, firstly, just drawing out one genre, right, of, of photography, which is like an interest um, on its own and has its own kind of politics. Um, but also to see then that when the bank started collecting photographs, because it speaks about overall the kind of... Um, uh, characteristics of collections um, um, in the country. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the JAG collection, you look at the Zika's collection, all of these, they start um, indicating, you know, when, when when things socially and politically start kind of shifting, you see it in the art as well. So yeah. these photographs are in some sense a kind of um, representation of that. So in many ways, it's also a bit like um, the, the, the canary in the coal mine. If you're looking at the art, you can start to see where a country is at in terms of its its human narratives, but also Precisely. its political narratives as well. Precisely. It's amazing. Dr. Simon Mdluli, I want to say thank you so much for making the time um, to come and chat to us. It's uh, great uh, when we talk about the work that you are doing. She's the manager and curator of the Standard Bank Gallery in Johannesburg. And really just starting to understand what our heritage is and our history but indeed how it impacts the rest of the world. And perhaps what's also interesting is I um, yesterday had the opportunity to go um, to it, well, not yet, was it yesterday or the day before, Thursday, to go to a talk at the Johannesburg Contemporary Art uh, Center uh, Foundation. And it was a talk about an Indian artist, and we'll find out a little bit more about her tomorrow. But what it really made me think about was what is our heritage in terms of artists? What is our heritage in terms of um, the South debate 
and what is our heritage just in that particular context when we talk about women and art and patriarchy and the like. So we'll talk about that in a moment. It's half past nine.